Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. He e purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Hi, this is Kadhanri Raghukumar. This week we're hearing from Karthik S. in Dunedin with this episode of the Voices podcast. So basically you're sitting down in a hide in a remote Amazonian jungle or on, the, on a boat in the wildest Pantanal. And you're sitting there, you're waiting for animals to turn up and it's, it's meditative. This is Siddharth, an Indian Newslander and a wildlife filmmaker based in Dunedin. Sid is from Kannur, a town in Kerala state on the west coast of South India. His work has taken him on adventures around the world when we were filming Humboldt penguins in this on this desert coast in Ica in Peru there's Humboldt penguins walking around you and suddenly my camera starts starts malfunctioning it's not the camera exactly it's the tripod wouldn't couldn't set it up exactly as i wanted and i can't stand up because there's animals all around and they might get spooked my senior camera person was further down the coast and i can see her gesturing is like don't stand up sit down don't stand up sit down so basically i'm stuck in an awkward position and i just just couldn't do it and i was so frustrated i was close to tears because all the shots were right there for the taking they were all around me it's like and then i decided just stop for a second just pause for a second think of where you are think of what you're doing it's you're from a little village in south india not a village a town not in my wildest dreams did i imagine that i'd be doing this i'm in a remote desert coast in peru with on a cliff edge with penguins walking behind me south american peruvian sea lions below me just jostling around and making all these weird noises and above me like thousands of guanai cormorants just flying over like thousands of them it's it's unreal and i thought to myself just put everything down just don't film it you got somebody else filming anyway just just take it all in just so i basically set my camera down and i just sat down kind of looked over at all the wildlife around me because i realized it's what well, the first time in my life that i was outnumbered by wildlife probably the first time but i actually had tears flowing down my face that people it's, it's it's a cliche but this this happens welcome to voices my name is kartik today i am out on the otago peninsula near dunedin i am talking to sid about his journey from south india to the south island filming wildlife around the world and about the challenges he's had to overcome as an immigrant to pursue his dream of becoming a successful wildlife filmmaker It's mid-morning and it's pretty windy out here. Sid and I are in Papua New Guinea Inlet, a coastal wetland on the Otago Peninsula. The tide is low and we are out walking on the mud flats. 
Sid has set up his camera for some filming. What it's probably what 15 degrees feels like nine degrees proper Dunedin. Um, I'm trying to set up a time lapse here. Hopefully, I get something solid today. While we wait for the tide to come in, I chat with Sid about his experiences in Aotearoa, New Zealand, over 15 years. But first, about his hometown. Kerala is, is, is paradise, man. I just I just feel like it's there's something about that place, especially where I come from, up northern part of Kerala. It's got everything that you want. It's got like. Within a span of like 20 to 30 kilometers, you can get from the, like pristine beaches to like the Western Ghats, the, the tropical evergreen forest. It's only when I see the other parts of the world that I realize and I start doing more research for my work that I realize, man, you lived in paradise and you didn't know it. I spent the first 14 years of my life there and then moved around other parts of South India to do my other studies. Sid did his undergraduate in visual communication but after graduating, he found himself working in India's booming IT industry. So at that point, I decided I wanted to get back into what I always wanted, get into filmmaking. So I decided to combine filmmaking with another great love of mine, which is wildlife. I didn't get into wildlife by myself. My father is an ornithologist and he's been studying birds for as long as I can remember, about 35 years of his life. And he's been passionate about it, and I've been following him into the field from when I was five years old. One of the coolest places that my dad used to take me was these lagoons, basically. I used to find otters there and uh, ducks, like heaps and heaps of migrating ducks, like pintails, numbering into the hundreds. My dad still has an audio cassette where I'm talking about how many ducks there are. I remember me saying to him, it's like maravolian, it's like rain, the sound of these ducks beating their wings sounds like rain Sid searched for courses on wildlife filmmaking and it led him to the Otago University in New Zealand he packed his bags and left India something he had never done before well, I'd only gotten into an airplane twice before that Like I had no friends like no family no friends in this country nobody had I knew had ever been in New Zealand. I look back at it now and I feel like, man, it was it took a bit of courage to do that at 22. Yeah, it was an experience I will never forget. It was a mixed feeling to leave home, his family, friends, and his then fiancé, now wife, Swarupa Unni. And coming from a town with bustling sounds, Sid noticed something was very different when he first landed in Dunedin. Got out of the plane and something hit me. And I just couldn't put my finger on what it was. But it was different, way different from where I'm from. And then it hit me, it was the silence. It was just complete and total silence. I was surrounded by like acres and acres of just green fields and rolling hills and and cows, basically. And it was silent. There was no noises, hardly any traffic. Deafening silence compared to where I come from in India. It just yeah, That was what hit me first. Fast forward a few years, Sid had graduated in science and natural history filmmaking and eventually started working with a company that produces wildlife documentaries. He started off on an entry-level job as a video logger and went on to become a producer and camera person specializing in filming wildlife around the world. I filmed the most bizarre things starting with the purple frog in the interior forest of the Western Ghats in India all the way to Humboldt penguins on a desert coast in Peru and maned wolves, like I didn't even know this animal existed. I filmed a maned wolf in Brazil, 
um, jaguar in the pantanal and um, this little unknown swindhorse pheasant in taiwan it's it's taken me places like, i mean and i'm not even saying the things that are filmed in new zealand like the little blue penguins yellow white penguins i think i managed to take quite a few things off my bucket list here without even knowing it i am lucky not a whole lot of people my age that have been able to do the work or the travel that i have been and getting paid for it so especially from my part of the world it's a dream come true and uh, and i'll be grateful for opportunities that i have had i also think that i did work towards it it wasn't handed to me on a platter since most recent documentary series is for a major american broadcaster about climate change and how indigenous communities around the world are working to make things better so it was interesting having to having been able to actually talk to these people um in north america speaking to tribes in the amazon in brazil speaking to people who live in africa i managed to work on quite a few subjects and even managed to go go and direct a couple of these episodes in africa which was which is real eye opening still in production i think it comes out in feb next year i don't think i can talk too much about it but working with such a big broadcaster on such a crucial subject was so dream come true sid has an impressive list of credits working as a producer camera person and on other roles on documentaries for national geographic discovery channel animal planet just to name a few finding your name on the credits of a documentary and the joy that you find in it it's just this it's really hard to explain all the time you, you when you're growing up and you see it and you see one indian name on a, on the credits list you're like oh wow i wonder how he got there you know because it's all caucasian names or from around the world but when this happened to me and you know, i'm that guy you know there's probably a child somewhere sitting and watching oh there's a, there's an indian name there like i wonder how he got there like that's that's amazing and i still do that i'm finding a more and more of those indian names now in documentaries which is a cool thing but back when i started off you didn't find too many you know? but now there's a lot more and i think people are able to tell these stories and get their name across and i think that's really cool being an immigrant from india had its own challenges coming from a small town in in india you just feel you feel like you're different i mean when you're the only dark skinned person in a whole building of like about 50 or people you feel left out i mean not that they made you feel like that way but you just feel like you really don't belong and you got that imposter syndrome going on he's like oh maybe i'm not i don't deserve to be here it's a, it's a hard kind of thing to break out of and probably that was the hardest thing for me said came to a realization for a long time i think i was in denial probably and i think that will be the word for it that um, racism exists in new zealand and around where i work or whatever i mean it's 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 hard to say it's racism see it's like i find it hard to say even though i know it exists it i, I think just saying that makes me uncomfortable it's just it's just weird it shouldn't but this subtle subtle racism everywhere i mean i'm i'm sure there's subtle racism at at my workplace as well where i worked and i've seen it happen over the years little incidents little things that somebody would say little comments that people would make that they think is funny but it's actually pretty pretty downright disgusting if you think about it now but but the thing is i think it's almost like you for it's a kind of a you're in a state of a shock when that happens to you and then you don't 
you don't have the words to respond. Like, and then you go home at night and uh, you tell your partner, Surupa, this, somebody said this. And she was like, what? How, how, can, how can she say that? That's not, that's not right. And that's when you think, I'm like, yeah, I should have probably have said something. But at that moment, you, you're so, you're almost in shock that you don't realize it's, it's, it was something wrong. And I think now I'm in a position that I've realized it and I can actually tell them, no, that's wrong. And I think this is why what you said is wrong. New Zealand was in denial at once, but after this Christchurch attack, attack I think it's changed a little bit. And I think I have changed over the years. I've learned from my wife not to be apologetic when I ask people to pronounce my name right. Um, not be apologetic when in, when I'm correcting somebody, when they some, say something disgusting about my culture or my race or anything. I think that I've realized now. But I think it's a work in progress. This country is a work in progress. And I think I'm a work in progress. Sid has been in Aotearoa, New Zealand for 15 years which is actually the same number of years that he'd lived in his hometown in Kerala. Before we wrapped up our chat, I asked Sid, what does New Zealand mean to him? New Zealand is special to me because I think this is where I realised what I'm meant to do for the rest of my life. And the most special thing is that this is my child's home. She's different from me. She's a total Kiwi. I have adopted this country, but she was born here in the height of winter in Dunedin, can't make her any more Kiwi than that, you know. And I think that for that reason, this place will always be special for me. Sorry, it makes me a bit emotional, this one. Because um, it was it, this, it was a hard time when she was born. It was the middle of the COVID pandemic and um, we didn't have any help. My wife's parents were supposed to come over, but they couldn't um, because of the travel restrictions. But the amount of support that we got when we had her. And this is not just the Indian community I'm talking about. This is my colleagues. This is my 60-year-old colleague, this lady who was bringing in, you know, bringing in curries for me to freeze for like a month. And we could just concentrate on looking after this, this little child that had arrived into our lives because, I mean, there were complications and the little one had to be in hospital for a bit. But... The amount of support that we had from the local community is immense. And I think it'll be special for my daughter as well. Yeah, I think she'll have a little bit of kiwi in her wherever she goes. That's Siddharth, sharing his experiences as an Indian Newslander and taking us through the world of wildlife filmmaking. My name is Karthik. Check out more on the story on The Voices webpage and follow The Voices podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or where you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Siddharth Nambiar there talking to Karthik S. in Dunedin. My name is Kadambri Raghukumar and I'll be back with another episode of Voices next week. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.